This is Pastor Sue coming to you from my sunroom in my home. And on this Labor Day weekend, 14th Sunday after Pentecost, I'm, I'm delighted to be with you and hope you are with me and trust you're having a really good time. I got a little distracted there. I looked up and there was a really black spider right around there. But uh, that's the one thing about being in sunrooms, you never know exactly what... Uh, might be lurking around, but um, it is good to be with you today, and I pray that everything's going well with you, and uh, that God has been blessing you richly. I know that we are all wanting to get back home uh, to inside the building together. I miss the fellowship. Enjoy talking with you on the phone, and I hope you're enjoying the recorded sermons that you go to Faith United Methodist Church, Faith United Methodist Church, and I've been posting them on my Facebook page as well, Sid Chapman. And if you are um, a Facebook user, um, we had a little trouble with our Facebook page, and so we hope to get it up running soon again too. Um, I hope that um, all of you who um, may be ill or having difficulties, you know that we're praying for you. Talk to a number of you uh, about that. And uh, I know being alone uh, can uh, be depressing. And so I hope you know that we're with you even though we may not be there all the time in person and not enjoying as much of the fellowship or what have you, but we have uh, folks uh, praying, and I know uh, Francis Duncan is calling everyone, and different others are calling back and forth, and, and um, we're trying to keep up with you as much as possible. Uh, it looks like that Clayton's numbers of COVID are dropping. That's a good thing. Soon, maybe soon, uh, we'll get yellow two weeks in a row and uh, be back inside the walls. And if not, we're still going to continue this ministry, uh, recording and posting and using our web, uh, whether we're inside or not, because we find that many people are enjoying uh, the message being ministered to, and that's what church is about, isn't it? Uh, we have fellowship together, we pray together, we enjoy the sacraments together, but we also want to reach out uh, to the world around us and beyond one thing about the internet, go around the whole world sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Today, speaking of which, I want to share with you uh, from the Gospel of St. Matthew, uh, chapter 18, you know, the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Maybe in our thinking and our speaking and in our hearts. Starting with the 15th verse, and the subject today is a little sensitive. It's something that all of us have to deal with, uh, but it's something good because it's the good news. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others with you so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, 
tell it to the church, and if the offender refuses to listen to you, to the church, let such one be to you as the Gentile and the tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done. For you by my Father in heaven, for where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among you. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, seventy times seven times. And then the epistle to the Romans by the Apostle Paul We read about this last week, and I want to share it to you one more time. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In today's message, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and in the scriptures, we know that a lot is said about sin. <laughs> it's a word that we don't like, but it's something that we have to deal with, that uh, there are a lot of meanings of sin missing the mark, and then there's sin of, of the flesh and of the spirit, and carnal sin and original sin and all of those kinds of things are mentioned in the scriptures. Uh, some things that we try uh, to understand about ourselves, some things are psychological issues. Uh, we try to understand the human mind. Much study has been about that human behavior and uh, the way we are with each other, so sociology and what have you. And, uh, behavioral psychology. So, in the scriptures, uh, here we have the story that Jesus says, if someone sins against you and you come into the church or uh, into whatever your framework is, or first, he says, go to that person and try to work it out. And if not, then take somebody with you. And then you, you try as many times as you can. And how many times must you forgive someone, Peter asked? Uh, seven times, which uh, reflected the law seven times a day. Jesus said, and it's not really 70 times. So he's given an example. Many times as it takes, forgive someone. And 70 times seven if it takes it. 
And that's not easy for us to comprehend that we are told to forgive over and over and over because if you're like me, you say, well, there's a point that I just have to kind of let it go. And Jesus even pointed that out, uh, that at some point, you forgive them, you've done all you can do, and then um, it's in the other court, so to speak. We've all been there. We've had even our closest friends, our family members, church members. I can't begin to tell you how many times through my life that uh, in church someone would uh, have a problem with me or someone with another person in the church and I've had, tried to counsel with them. And just about every time, unfortunately, it didn't end well. Uh, most of the time folks just wouldn't let go and would go somewhere else or stop going no matter how hard we tried. And I never have been able to really understand that. They might try for a while, and that thing, you know, I think sometimes people have, uh, as I tell uh, people there, deeper-rooted problems that are above my pay grade and can't always uh, reconcile people together, but we still must love. And the main thing that we do, must do, is to be uh, aware that are in ourselves that we do the right thing and that's not always easy um, you know we all have tempers meek and mild Sid has, has a temper uh, sometimes um, we hold grudges and sometimes we it's hard for us to let go of things that people have hurt us with and it's hard to forgive just just look at the world in general. Uh, right now we're talking about uh, reparative justice and, and trying to correct things that from generation to generation, eons to eons, that really is not easy to go back in history. Well, you can't. You can't go back and undo what has been done. Uh, even if it's in your own history, if it's in your own life, you can't undo what you've done. You can't undo what uh, any of us done, but we can try to repair the hurt and the damage. And what does that look like? You ask anybody, everybody's got a different opinion of what that means and how you go about that. So it makes it problematic. Two of my favorite shows that I've been watching uh, on um, Netflix, since we've been in hiatus, been catching up on a lot of other shows that I've watched previously and some new ones. One was Outlander. It was a little uh, uh, adult in places, but uh, this uh, woman was transformed back into, uh, transported back into the past in Scotland uh, and in the period uh, where her husband's ancestor who uh, she found out to be was a very bad guy. And, um, but and she was worried about that being passed down to her daughter and, and, and she fell in love. She thought she was stuck in the past there. She was trying to make things right. Well, she got transported back, but before she did, she learned uh, when she came back again 
that actually this really bad guy was not her husband's uh, direct ancestor, but was more of an uncle, that actually the good brother was the ancestor, and he died, and, and, uh, and so the actual biological father was uh, the brother, and so she became a little bit uh, relieved that this evil gene wasn't maybe passed down for generations, and whether or not that sort of thing happens or not, but it was kind of interesting to see someone going back and having the opportunity to try to see what happened actually and what was going on with them, and it didn't turn out uh, exactly as history had recorded it to have been, and even in the books that this man was the written in the book, the biological father of her husband's uh, uh, ancestors, rather, and so things are not always like we think. And I've been watching the 4400, and I've uh, just gotten a little bit into that. And if you uh, haven't seen it, it's really interesting. Uh, I don't know where it's all going because it's, it's kind of tricky, but it turns out so far that 4,400 people over a period of time uh, in the 20th century were uh, taken away, and actually they went to the future, as it appears, I don't know if that's true yet, but now they were sent back to try to prevent a bad thing, the, the, the extermination of, of um, humankind in the future. And I'm saying all that because I think that all of us have fantasized, what could we do if we could go back, knowing what we knew, and try to make changes? Would it make a difference? Would it throw everything off? Would our things as they should be, and we just have to you know, as we go along, correct them, or what if we could go into the future and know what it holds and try to come back and prevent it? And so we're, we're in a dilemma. Uh, we're humans. We, we're, we can't, at least at this point, be transported, that I know it wouldn't, to the past or the future. And it appears that every uh, one of us, as you remember on Star Trek, the prime directive was not to do anything that would interfere uh, with, with um, uh, the future of any uh, civilization. So, God has given us, God has given us somewhat of a prime directive, and that is that we love one another. That's what Jesus is all about. We can't always fix the past. We can't always go back in our family or go back in our countries or go back in the world and change things. We can't jump to the future and find out what it holds and come back and warn everyone and try to, try to change it. All we can do is be one person at a time, basically, and we, of course, we get involved in, in, in politics, we get involved in community groups, we're involved in church. But the most important thing that I tend to see in Scripture is that we need to deal with each other. If we have a problem with someone, we need to go to that person and tell them that we have a problem with them. Uh, if uh, they won't hear us, then we've done all we can do. And we go on and we keep loving, we keep forgiving, and I think things will work out okay. Paul said, show love, outdo each other. Do good things. Jesus kept saying that. Do good things. Now again, people have different ideas of what 
all of that means, and we have to go through that and what sin means and uh, uh, figure that out for ourselves. But on this weekend, what we need to do is examine our own hearts, examine our lives, uh, think about maybe a problem that we have with someone. Uh, recently, I've tried to work out a few problems uh, with folks. I know there have been times I've sat down for hours uh, with people and think everything's worked out, and the next thing you know, boom, you know, it's just, there it is still again. Um, sometimes in this uh, culture that we're in now, this uh, divided America, and and we all got so many different ideas. People are just having falling outs over people have been friends and close friends for years and years, and even family members. You know, it's hard to sit in the same room sometimes because people are so emotional about their beliefs and their thoughts. I was talking to a friend last night that it really, and I've said it to you before, it really concerns me. Where are we headed? Are we going to reconcile? Are we going to be able to find common ground? You know, some are all or nothing kind of folks, you know? And it seems to get worse and turning more violent. And that really concerns me. It's something that we need to make a, a matter of prayer. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Every step that I make, let this be the moment now to take each moment and love each moment and live in perfect harmony. Because we're all brothers and sisters, whether we like it or not, we agree with each other. This world, we've only got one world, we've only got one chance of this, you know? And so, I, I hope that we'll search our hearts and think of the most important things. And as a Christian, we believe that the following the teachings of Jesus to be in good relationship with God and with each other is important. And so if we have to repent and swallow our pride and go to someone or, uh, or whatever to reach out, sometimes they won't hear you, but you still should do it. It is interesting last night I, when I woke up I, I remembered a dream that I was having because uh, I'm kind of in a situation where I've been trying to uh, reconcile uh, with a few people and um, some longtime friends and I don't know if it had anything to do with that or not but um, as throughout the dream I saw people who resembled these folks but they weren't actually those folks and uh, I was trying to find my way around. Uh, it was like I had gone to this uh, new job. And um, as I was going around, some were trying to help me and others were directing me, others were being rude. And in every situation, I felt like I was becoming, <laughs> and it's really kind of weird, that, that uh, I was finding myself not as clothed. And finally, I was kind of like, in a toga kind of thing with a sheet and I was embarrassed that I was there and somebody just really let into me and someone was taking up for me and, and uh, I said, well, you know, I'm just going to go home and uh, I'll be back later. Um, and I'm thinking, I don't know if that dream meant anything, if it was something back in my subconscious or what, 
But I, I got to thinking about it today. It's like, you know, we do all we can do, and as we open ourselves up, we become uh, less covered and less uh, hidden. Uh, we, we, we take off our masks, and, uh, you know, it's just us. We're just who we are. And um, some will receive us, and some will not. That's something I've learned in life. But the thing is, keep loving. Keep caring. There are times I've felt like giving up. I was playing earlier, uh, Rock of Ages, play for me. Let me hide myself in thee. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So let us remember that, we as Christians, that we rely on God. We rely on Christ's offering and sacrifice for us. We rely on his holy presence to be with us as our sustainer. And so I urge you to show love one to another, just as Jesus had taught us to do. And as we take away the layers of things that, that keep us from being ourselves and maybe our bound, uh, barriers between others and their relationships, um, that we will continue to do that. If you don't get to transport to the past or the future and, and come back and tell us all that you worked it out, uh, if you do, let me know, okay? But what we have is this book, our experiences, reason, logic, tradition, and as I say, our personal experiences, that's the way of of Wesley and we believe the way of Jesus and um, so I want to leave you today with a prayer as we uh, think about those that truly need uh, to reconcile with others and may uh, I'm going to end with an old song it says search me O God and know my heart today and so, oh God, be with those who are sick today, those who are troubled today, those who need to forgive today, those who feel alone, feel they've done everything that they can do. Lord, you tell us to uh, go one to the no another and, and repent and ask and if someone comes to us, that we should repent and forgive. So, Lord, help us to reach out to each other and to be the best that we can be. Um, you, we ask that you would guide us, O oh Lord, and teach us your ways. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sat down by the Father Almighty. And from there he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Glory be to the Father, 
and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall always be, world without end. Amen and amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us our sins. Forgive us our debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us, sin against us, and who are indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Now may the love of God, our Creator, the love of Jesus Christ, our Sustainer, and Redeemer, the Holy Spirit, our Sustainer in His presence, be with you now and forevermore.